Yeah, they had us the first half. I'm not going to lie. Oh, could be Wayne. I think I got my swagger back. Oh, oh. I love it, baby. Them orange britches. Something about them orange britches. Ball hit high in the air in the right field, going back to Sayre, and Tennessee can say hello win column. A grand slam in the bottom of the ninth. You can't draw it up any better. We just won a basketball game, and we're very happy right now. I made up my mind, and I don't expect to ever look back. I'm going to stay at the University of Tennessee. Yeah! Rid it to do and welcome into more important issues. It is Sunday, January 30th. It's been an exciting playoff football day, upsetting weekend. Um, can't wait to talk about that. Very excited. <laughs> yeah. I'm just hurt, Landon. I'm just hurt. Yeah, I kind of have, have a theory. We'll get into it. Let's go through the rest of the outline and then we'll. I want to run this theory by. Wait, theory like not conspiracy theory, theory? but a a theory of why it hurts so much. Oh, okay. So, like, we're gonna get you're gonna be like a psychologist to us, a philosopher. You're gonna philosophize, yeah, yeah, something like that, possibly. Okay, um, I'm down. All right, I'm ready to listen. Of course, we are gonna talk about Tennessee's loss last night in Austin. Very upsetting, especially upsetting when you try to like tout the real UT stuff, um, and then that happens. I don't like looking like an idiot. I don't. I don't like it. It's not fun. Good news: Tennessee was still founded before the University of Tennessee is still founded before Texas was a state, so that's okay. We still win in that regard, and we covered. <laughs> Good point. Did you bet on it? Hell no. <laughs> yeah. no. Right, okay. I thought about it. I thought about it. Um, we'll also preview Tennessee's this, uh, this week, A&M matchup. Um, talk some Tennessee football. Signing day, not as big not as big of a deal in 2022 as, I mean, just like, what, five years ago? Was it right when they started doing early signing period? Three yeah. years ago? Four years ago? It, so. It's gotten more – it's like early signing period is basically just like the stragglers. <laughs> I kind of like – I selfishly want them to get rid of the early signing period so that we can have that, like, college football day in February. Mm. Okay, yeah, I get what you're saying. Like, extend it out a little bit. Because, like, yeah, well, no, during December, not, like, obviously signing day is a big deal, but it's – we don't need another big deal in December. We have conference Right, you're extending college games. football out another Yes. Month. Okay. Exactly. Yeah, you got it. So selfishly, I would like to go back. I think I've heard right. We've heard talks of that. Getting yeah, rid of I don't. Period. I don't think they ever do that. Honestly, right, right. Well, we'll see. I, I hope, um, but we will talk about that February signing day, February second Wednesday, National Signing Day. We will wrap up the twenty twenty two class this week. You'll I, can you? Because you can still take transfers, so I guess you're not entirely wrapping it up. There could be people added to this group, correct? Yeah, I mean, these are people that. Yes, you're right. Like they will be here. They're not early enrollees. They will mm-hmm. be here. Um, I guess you technically, because you have some people that sign, but they don't make the announcement until later. But yeah, these people will be for sure. Um, will be on campus in the summer. Well, yeah, my question is, though, because I was like, this doesn't even wrap up signing day, technically, because you could still sign. Yeah, you can sign transfers mm-hmm. until, like, what? July. July. Yeah, August, maybe. Uh, so, yeah, camp. Uh, yeah, yeah, August, so camp. Yeah, whatever. So, we won't completely wrap it up, I guess, hopefully. <clears throat> uh, we'll also talk NFL playoffs. I'm not sure what the score of that game is. I tried to get it on on my TV in here. and um, It's 10 to 7 at halftime. I wasn't set up and ready, so. Didn't get that going, unfortunately. Not prepared. You moved. Not prepared. Yeah, sorry for the mess behind me. Um, still getting settled in. All happening yesterday and today, really. So, um, still getting settled in here. But hopefully by Thursday, hopefully, 
it is no longer a mess. We'll not I wouldn't count on it, but we'll we'll put a goal in there of that. Yeah. You'll be moved in. Uh, there might there'll still be a mess, but you'll be moved in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. I'm gonna start using my move-in mess like for the ever. Like anytime people come over, sorry for the mess. I just moved in. Oh, when'd you move? A year and a half ago. Still getting settled yeah. in. That makes me think of on Grown Ups when he's like, your kid's still breastfeeding? How old is he? 48 months. That's four. <laughs> it's all about how do you see the glass half full or half empty? Let's talk about I, – I don't know how you see the Tennessee basketball glass half full right now. If you do, though, kudos. Um, maybe you're a real fan, but yesterday was – very disappointing for a lot of reasons. Yeah, it's like they just destroy you and then bring you like back into it. Like you're out by the like midway through the second half, you're like, all right, this is over. I can, you know, have it on, but I can casually just do something else. And then it was like, oh crap, we're back in it. Oh crap, we might win. Psych. <laughs> I mean, just, that, just that how did you feel that stretch? I felt like did it was feel like exactly hopeful, like, like you were like. See, I was. I mean, there was obviously that thought. Like, I think any, I think any sports fan has that thought when you're coming back. Like, oh, they did all this to let us down. Yeah. But I was like, I was had, I had that mindset, where like we talked about this this Tennessee team. Unfortunately, they're not gonna beat the people like they sh- they shouldn't beat, um, most of the time at least. But these games, it feels like they always find a way to win. Even in the worst of the moments, they've found ways to win games like this, where it's they should have beat them. They sucked for the game, but then they came, they come back and then have their moment. So I was real, I was very hopeful. I, I think I was that thought crept in, but I was like, no, we we've talked about this. They found ways to win these games. So I was very broken at the end. You kind of prepared yourself for utter meltdown. I I I didn't. I was too hopeful. They um they've been winning some a lot of those games on at home. They haven't won a, a, those close That's games have, on the road. Just can't find a way. It seems like um it sucks. I mean, it, like you're down seventeen, come all the way back and tie it, and then you lose on a phantom foul call, and then you know the last play was kind of questionable. You know, I'm I'm sure there's disagreements all around, but. Um, didn't work out for you, and you lose. And and then one of your players that's trying to rebound gets freaking blasted right in front of an official and no call. Right. I do want to say about the last play, too, because I, I know there's disagreements for several reasons. The only thing I'm a little upset about is a three. Like, we, we seem to be looking. Our only option was the guy Ziegler drive for a layup or two three-pointers. And that's frustrating. That you there, don't there's have actually anybody. a lot of people miss this. There was three people set up to shoot that basketball. And Both, this, this is my three, problem all with three the from three-point range. Yeah, it, it, it wasn't the three. It wasn't just because it was a three-pointer when you're down one. That's questionable. But, hey, if it's wide open, I mean, you got an open shot. Um, but it was the three people that were going to shoot the ball. It was the people that were in. Um, Josiah Jordan James, twenty-seven percent from three on the year. So he's he's your first option. Vescovi, zero for five well, in the game. I wanna stop, I, yeah, that's true. I do want to stop you with Josiah though. I need to look at his stats before I just say this. But it did. I mean, he he was the guy that got you back in it. He was he was, he was making he was making shots. I mean, I know three for seven doesn't sound good, but that's that's three three pointers in a game. Yeah. I don't hate him taking the final shot. I do have a problem with it being a three-pointer for a few reasons, but I don't have a problem with him taking the final shot. We're in another game where maybe he's not playing great. I would agree, but I'm all I'm all about riding your your guy. And I felt like in the in that game, that was Josiah Jordan James. Yeah, I mean, I mean, the, him or Zakai Ziegler, the, the two guys that touched the ball. Right. Yeah. Zakai Ziegler was. I mean, 17 minutes. Is all he played? I mean, that's stupid. Number one, he should play a lot more. He should probably be starting. Um, I mean, he's definitely one of Tennessee's right. best players. Um, the other guy that was set I, up, I think, I think questionable. Ziggler, in the game. Though. 
Go ahead. Well, I just think Zeke, I think on the starting point, I think he falls victim to having Tennessee's best player in Kennedy Chandler and Tennessee's most consistent player, Santiago Vescovi, playing the same position he does. Yeah. At, at least the same. I mean, at more output, at least for Vescovi consistently. And then Kennedy, when he's on more output, too. I mean, he had but, eight points. This but game. it comes to like, who's giving your team a spark? And it's him. Oh, like, yeah. Just about yeah. every single game. It's like Tennessee's it, I mean, down. They put in Zakai Ziegler, and something good happens. But is that an argument for him to always be your sixth man? Like he should be your first guy off the bench because he brings that spark. That, that, I'm not saying he, he comes can't. off the bench. That's fine, but he needs to play more than 17 yeah. minutes because Tennessee could have used a lot. I mean, even 18 minutes, he scores one more basket, they win the game. Yeah, no, I, I agree with that. I mean, I just and maybe maybe he brings that same spark as a starter. I just think it's more of a, a victim of circumstance where the two guys at the position he would play, it's hard to justify bringing them off the court. Yeah. Um, Victor Bailey Jr. Was going back to the three-pointer, I just wanted to – yeah. Vi- yeah, Victor Bailey Jr. was the other guy. Um, he is a whopping 21% from three. I just don't – like, I, I don't understand, like, why was Kenny Chan – like, he's your best ball handler. Why is he not in the game? I just have questions. I um, um, And I don't have I questions I if you make to... that shot. <laughs> I mean, that's – that's the bad thing about it. If you make that shot, no one's saying anything. But it's just – I don't know. This team just seems lost at times. I mean, the like the – that's twice we fouled somebody on a half-court heave to end the first half. I mean, yeah, it I, probably shouldn't have been a foul. Incredibly. But it's like we have no sense of what's going on sometimes. That That's the thing. It may not have been a foul, but don't put yourself in a position for it to – yeah, be a foul, right? Yeah, I mean, it, it's just this team Dumb is point. frustrating to watch. And here's my conspiracy: and <laughs> is it as bad it, as my my rat? Um, it's probably it's experiment. probably it's probably stupid, but I think the <laughs> aren't all conspiracy theories like yeah? A little I guess that's a good that's a good. But the fact that we're scoring fifty one points in a game, I mean. Did Josh Heupel not just spoil us by at least making it fun to watch? Even if we didn't win every time, at least it was going to be entertaining to watch. I mean, that guy, that game last night was horrible. It was, it was not until those last five minutes when we started hitting shots. I mean, we scored 30, 32 points in 33 minutes of play. That's horrible. Well, and you, you talk about that too. I think I would like to see Tennessee going more of a that three quarters full court press they did during that five minute stretch. It created so many more shot opportunities, and you're playing twelve guys. Whether you want to play twelve guys a game or not, you are. Mm-hmm. So you have the minutes to do it. I would love to see Tennessee go into more of that that full court pressure. You know, pressure before they get to the half court line that created so much offensive opportunity for Tennessee. I don't know how you see that production and don't do it more often. I don't know. I don't think Tennessee can do it for 40 minutes or yeah, for 40 minutes. But I mean, for points of the game that you really need a run because Tennessee let Texas go on too many runs. Yeah. And I, I think it was, it wasn't even really the runs. It was just Tennessee scoring drought. Like it was more of Tennessee just not being able to hit shots. And it was just Texas. But if that creates more 54% from the field, and only scored 52 points. Tennessee yeah. should have absolutely won this basketball game. Right. But that that too, when you talk about Tennessee scoring droughts, if you get easier opportunities from turnovers, that gives yeah. you that that confidence, that momentum. And they need yeah. more of that. I mean, it's just frustrating. Momentum. We had we had what uh 15 offensive rebounds. They only had four. Ooh. And so, like you're just not get you're not cashing in those offensive rebounds because I, I think Tennessee has a lack. I mean, it, it's not I think it's I know Tennessee has a lack of <laughs> post presence. They have no yeah. one that can clean up the glass. They have you know they might get some tip outs and stuff every now and then, but they're so bad in the half court offense that it don't turn it doesn't turn into points. You don't right. have a guy late in the shot clock like a Grant Williams that you can just throw the ball into and he's going to go get you two points or he's going to get to the free throw line. No, you definitely don't have that, and, and any team like Tennessee could truly benefit from that. It, it, and it, it boils down to aggressiveness, though, because another thing about Grant Williams is, is he wasn't going to be taken away from the rim by a defender. 
if if uh, if a post player was on this team was to get that ball, they could be taking their shot from 13 feet out because they're going to get pushed away from the basket, and it's a right. difficult shot at that point, and you so don't want it fade away or something. And, and so, yeah, so you've got to be aggressive and go to the rim specifically in those scenarios, and that's why I wanted it either to be. Ziegler or Chandler with the ball in their hands that last let them go 90 94 feet however long college courts are now I thought they were 93 they kept saying 94 last night so I have no idea um but let them go the length they have the those are the aggressive guys honestly I think I would have rather seen a Zakaya floater than a three-pointer last night yeah no I agree I mean <laughs> especially like the way we've shot from three recently mm-hmm. like I just that's just not the shot i wanted to see his take. Right. And, and I know too, going back into that post thing, I know, you know, a lot of people want to see Brandon Hunley Hatfield and, and I know he only played four minutes last night, but he, he's gotten a, a healthy amount of minutes over the, the course of the, you know, last six, seven games that it's been mentioned. He needs to play more and he just hasn't done a ton when he's in the game either. No, yeah. Not been effective. So it's not like he's earned more time on top of that. And, and I think, I think sometimes it's, it's e- I mean, it's a lot easier to give that guy minutes when he's playing well. When the, like, when the people are in front of him, they're not playing better, and he comes in and doesn't do anything, it, it doesn't give you encouragement to play him more as a coach. So, I mean, I, I get it. Yeah, he, I mean, that's get- why the biggest mistake Rick Barnes did is not landing a yeah. post player in the transfer portal. I mean, that, yeah, it's killing you. With Fulgerson just not being the same Fulgerson that we saw two years ago, you know, Olivier has gotten some better, but not enough to really give you anything. Right. Um, Urosh can come in and be an enforcer at times, but he's not he's not dominant either. I mean, he's seven foot and, you know, he's not even close to leading the team in rebounds. How many did he have last night? He had three rebounds in, in 12 minutes, so that wasn't bad, but – yeah, just not – I mean, not a physical presence, you would think, when you have a seven-footer. He, he's not consistently aggressive enough. Yep. It's amazing. He looks like a completely different ball player when he's confident going to the hoop, but he's not that even 50% of the time. Yeah. I, I think Tennessee needs to go faster. Yeah, I don't I know why. Mean, like, I just think that that would help – I just think it would let your athletes be athletes a little bit. I mean, you don't well, have – you don't have anybody that can just make the crazy shots besides Viscovi, and he didn't have it last night. So when he didn't have it, it looked like no one else could really – like they didn't want the ball. I don't know. Right. It was just one of those games where I was just like, I'm annoyed by every little thing we do. Well, I mean, I really would like to see Tennessee push the tempo more, especially when you're when you don't have any presence inside. Mm-hmm. Go to that four guard look, you know, with Josiah as your stretch, you know, stretch four, and, and push the tempo. That that yep. kind of goes into when you want to when you want to do the same thing I was mentioning with pressing more. If you get more turnovers, it allows you to go fast, but you also have to have the lineup. You can't go fast with Kumwan and Plavsic in at the same time, or or no. Fulgerson and Plavsic in at the same time. No. So you do have to find those minutes. And if Urosh is playing good basketball, you're not asking for tempo to create positive plays all the time when he's playing good basketball. So if he's playing good, good, you get to play a guy like him more. But when he's not, you've got to find something that works. I mean, surely there's so much talent on this roster. And I know it's not taught. I mean, we talked about the transfer portal. You didn't get a big man. I know it's not just insane, you know, final four-like talent. But there's too much talent on this team to lose a game scoring 51 points a game you out like it's just so frustrating you, you caused 18 turnovers yeah and only had 11 yourself and just did i mean i don't know just didn't turn those into points they're not able to get out and, and transition as much as they should right it's like we we see it's like okay we it's three on three Let's back it out and play five on five. No, let's play three on three. Go to the rim. I mean, that Kenny Chandler and Zakai Ziegler, that should be where they're like thriving. Hey, I'm taking my guy one on one because there's yeah. no one in the paint to alter my shot. Yeah. Whew. I may be out for a minute. 
Good. Got something in my contact. Oh gosh. Um uh, also the free throws. A for sixteen. Difference in the game. Yeah. And well they missed some key yeah. ones yeah, they were, down the I mean, stretch. They were, Holy crap. They were worse than we were, but they did shoot fifty four percent. I mean, how in the world do you shoot twenty percent better than somebody and yeah, it's absurd by one. <laughs> Truly absurd. Truly. I mean, Ooh. it just made no sense why the score was as low as it was. When you look at just the box score. Yeah, that's true. There's a lot of points that I mean seem I mean there were a lot of points left out there though, dude. I mean, we we missed so many layups. So close like Olivier misses so many close to the basket shots. God, and I'm never gonna get over that foul call. Oh my god. I mean, he got annihilated. Yeah. I mean, good God. Even if you didn't see the initial, like, contact, you see him, like, fall out on the floor like he just got shot. How do you not just, like, oh, something had to happen? I don't know. It just sucks. Yeah, the the real UT stuff and then, you know, the Rick Barnes coming back and Tennessee lost to Texas in the College World Series. You'd like to just get some payback, get some um, material to just use against that fan base and just can't. I'm at a loss for words just because Tennessee should have – we thought Tennessee was better than that team going in. You have questions about the front court, obviously, but overall better. They and then you play the game. You talk about it. You look at the box score, and you're you're wondering how Tennessee didn't win. It's very frustrating. It's very frustrating. Oh man. Well, let's preview a And M. Unless you have anything else for this game, but I mean, I I really don't know what else to say. Yeah, I mean, he's. It's just hard to watch. It's hard to watch this offense. You know, score that many points, even when they do win, it's still like, oh, gosh. <laughs> and I think a lot of that is because of Josh Heupel scoring all those points in football, um, whether you win or not. And it was just entertain. At least it was entertaining. These well, are not and- entertaining, and you're losing basketball games. Well, and don't forget, Tennessee came out of the gate shooting the ball like crazy, too. Yeah. So this yeah, offense yeah. got you. This offense got you fired up. Yeah, well, you set a record for three pointers in a in your home arena, and then just have crapped the bed since. I mean, we've. I don't remember besides the Arizona game. I don't remember a game that I'm just like, man, Tennessee just played good basketball today. Can you think of one? <laughs> North Carolina. We played a good game against North Carolina. Late lately? Lately? Hell no. I would say I, I was I felt good after the LSU game. And I thought okay. Tennessee played better yeah, sound that, basketball. That's, that's that's a good point. I forgot about that game. Yeah. Hey, yes, you did, because after the LSU game, I had to pump you and Joe off the off the train a little bit. I'd be like, guys, it's one game. Let's let's calm down. We got a way. We got we got a lot of work cut out for us. Yeah, y'all were a little fired up. Also, I mean, I'm hopefully, mad Joe's not on. I, I'm mad Joe's that, not on. I, I gotta. Oh, I'm sorry. No, you're good. Go ahead. I was just gonna say I'm, I don't want to go away from Tennessee too quickly. I am mad Joe's not on though. To I've got a bone to pick with the Joes of the world. After oh, okay. Joe Mixon, I Joe Mixon. I know he. He, he was looking to score on that one and knew he had to get down. Don't want to risk fumbling. I needed a I needed a Joe Mixon Tutty. So yeah, I'm a little. I know Joe Burrow. I'm happy for that Joe, but it would have been nice. Really ticked off about that one. Yeah, um, I I do hope that that kind of I don't know that comeback. Maybe gives this team some confidence offensively. God, I hope so. Maybe it gets Zakai Ziegler more playing time. Um, I just think he just gives you 
he he gives you so much defensively. Even though he is smaller, he's probably one of our better defenders. Right. Um, so yeah, hopefully that gives us some confidence. But man, it's just that's a tough one. That's a tough pill to swallow. Absolutely, absolutely. I'm yeah, not happy. God, I hate Texas. <laughs> you know who I hate more than Texas? Texas A&M. Little boy, original OG little boy. Speaking of names, you should win. But what sucks is you're going to be tested on the offensive side of the court very heavily. Oh, yeah. They're really good defensively. And you know a team that, that makes, gets out that makes in it transition? A tight game. This is a team that gets out in transition because they're not great offensively, but they are – you know, Tennessee gets a lot of steals. I think 9.9 or something like that. Um, well, Texas A&M gets about 10.5 per game. So – um, even a better, you know, will pick your pocket even more than Tennessee will. Again, they're not great offensively. I, I think it is another defensive matchup, kind of like the Texas game. So buckle up, but we're probably in for a low-scoring affair. Oh. <laughs> and probably an ugly game from Tennessee on the offensive end. Yeah. Yep. I'm not looking forward to it. I'll say, I'll say that. So what do, you, what do you think about the – before we really dive into Texas A&M, um, I say dive. I mean, we just look at them briefly. But um, Rick Barnes, there's a lot of people who are like, leave him in Texas. I get it. That's probably just, you know, after the game, I say stuff like that too. But it's a team that, like, doesn't look like they're going to make any noise in the tournament. And I don't think – whether I, I don't think he should be fired. I don't think it's acceptable – for him to be the third highest paid coach in America and not make any noise in the postseason. Yeah. That last part is hard to disagree with. Um, it is one of those things to about, I mean, and kind of along the lines of what you said, make noise in the tournament. So I think with a coach like Rick Barnes, the success Tennessee's had, there's still a lot of season left ahead. I'm very frustrated, but I don't think it's time to evaluate if he's your coach or not right now. There's so much no. basketball left. Could that change in three, two weeks? I mean, that's close to the end of the season, three weeks. Of course, there's there's a lot of basketball left ahead. But I don't think it's – like, I don't think this was the game, to your first kind of point of that. I don't think this is a game that broke Rick Barnes' back or anything. I, I don't no. think that's the case. No. Yeah, if things continue down this, I'm with you. Like, why are you, we paying him this much? You've got to see results. And if, I mean, if pay cuts in order to keep the consistency, I mean, maybe, but <laughs> it doesn't usually work that way. It's usually a, a, a swift sack. So, yeah. And it's I, Buzz Williams, like eighth, which when you look at that, you're like, okay, I mean, we're paying ours. We're, we're a better program, Texas A&M. Um, he has like, like, what, three years? Yeah, and his record is not great. Um, it's not. He was better at Virginia Tech, I think. Yeah, so maybe that was just to get him to Texas A&M and, and change that program. But, I mean, the SEC's got the money, so maybe that has a lot to do with the – You can – yeah, you you can kind of offer the higher end of everything, it seems. So that, yeah, like Calipari's making eight – over eight million, so. See, he, he's a lifetime deal guy, isn't he? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I think Good for him. And then Duke. I think uh, Coach K is like next. He makes seven something. Then there's old Ricky B right behind him, <laughs> scoring 51 points. Yeah. Uh, and and – Was it a lot of people calling – I didn't see it on Twitter if it was. Was it a lot of people calling for the – I mean, it, it, it was definitely right opinion. after the game, just mad reaction. Um, right, but even then, was it a popular – like, was it people dropping it, like, really? Or was it just a few here and there? I mean, there, there, there is a lot of – and I I don't – I didn't tweet it, but I necessarily don't disagree. They're like, that's the third highest paid coach in America. There was a lot of that I saw, the five million. Yeah. <laughs> it's hard to argue. I won't do it today. I'll tell you that. I will not argue with it today. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. We can maybe have that argument later, but after that, yes, I'm I'm not prepared. So yep. it ain't happening. 
Uh, let's let's like you said briefly look at A and M. You mentioned their their defenses, and that this is in Thompson Bowling Arena at seven p.m. Maybe the home crowd helps that close game because I think it's going to be another close game unless somehow the offense flips the switch and Tennessee's making shots. Um, I mean, you can't have your your most consistent player and and Vescovi have he can't score three points and you win a lot of basketball games the way this team's playing. So you you mean that right there. That guy, at least, you need to be better shooting the basketball. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, get him going early. Um, get him some confidence back. You definitely don't want to see him get himself into a slump of some right. sort. Hopefully that was just a one-hit wonder. Maybe it was just all the orange just kind of threw him off a little bit. I don't know. <laughs> but, um, you know, hopefully he's able to get – because, I mean, the Texas game, it doesn't matter when it comes to, like mm-hmm. – the SEC and everything like that. It's out of conference. But, man, it just seemed like that was such a good game to maybe get, you know, turn the tide a little bit. Yeah. Maybe show I mean, show that you can uh, against, you know, they're probably going to be a tournament team. So, against the tournament team, you know, you go out and show out. And, you know, I know you had some, some motivation behind it with Rick Barnes going back. You know, I just want to see that team win. I think it was a good game to do that. Unfortunately, just not enough. Right. Right. Very unfortunate. Um, anything, uh, well, anything you really want to hit on for A&M? And then uh, what is one – I mean, uh, let's take shoot the ball better out of it because that's just kind of Tennessee. Lately. We are what we are. They, they need to do better. Is there anything else Tennessee can really do against this A&M team to, to make sure this is a win? I mean, shooting the ball better is an obvious one, so I want to miss that one. Anything that you can key on against this A&M team? Um, I, I think free throws will definitely need – like that – it showed uh, – who did we play in Florida? You're 17 of 18. You won by eight points. You lose by one against Texas, you're eight of 16. I mean, I think that's a huge – Tennessee's just got to be better. Um, whether it's a big – if if you're a big man and you're getting to the free throw line, you got to make free throws. I don't care how big you are. Like two for six from the free throw line is horrible. Um, sorry, Urosh, but you were two for six. <laughs> um, and that's when where the majority of our um, – you know, they got offensive rebounds, they went up, got fouled, went to the free throw line, couldn't cash in. Um, so there was just too much of that last night. So post may get an and one, make sure you score it. That way you only have to shoot one free throw, um, make it a little bit easier on yourself. I don't know, but yeah, they just need to do a better job of hitting their free throws because they're not a great shooting team to overcome bad free throw. Is, is that, is that the same as shooting better though? That's my only question. <laughs> Maybe. Are you, are you okay? All right. Maybe. I'll, uh, I mean, here's the thing. Mon relies on shooting better, so I'll let you have that because I mean they they rebounded well against Texas, but against this A and M team, they don't necessarily rebound very well. Um, I think it's something you you're gonna have to do a really good job of, and then obviously on those offensive rebounds, it doesn't matter if you get them if you don't score. So, but I think that's one thing Tennessee's got to do really well against this A and M team is is take get second chance points on the offensive end um, and put them out of business on the defense defensive end. Yeah, I, I like that. And I'll go one more um, Texas A&M, you know, Buzz Williams always been a big defensive guy. He wants to play man. He wants to get in your face. Tennessee's got to win those one-on-one battles. Kenny Chandler, yeah. the Kai Ziegler, Vescovi, Vescovi, Santi, whatever. Um, <laughs> they got to win one-on-ones. They, they can't get rattled. Can't turn the ball over. Got to win those one on ones to get to the get to the rim. Please just win this ball game. Let's get back into SEC play and start winning. <laughs> yeah, please. I would love nothing more. Yeah, you can't lose to Texas A and M at home, especially after you lost to Texas on the road by one. Got to rewrite. That's, yeah, that and and you get back at the state of Texas. Get back at the state of Texas too. Yeah, let's do that. Um, okay. Well, A&M has uh, lost four in a row, so they're, okay. they're definitely they going to be hungry yeah. for a win. 
Um, got beat by South Carolina last night, 74 to 63. But they've competed with pretty much everybody. They lost LSU by six, um, lost to Arkansas in overtime by three, um, got beat by Kentucky by um, six. So competed with pretty much everybody. They beat Missouri by three. Um, See, I don't, I don't think it's a terrible team. I think it's one of those kind of middle-of-the-road SEC teams. Um, now, this is a, another game where you can kind of separate yourself a little bit from that middle of the pack. Yeah, I really want to see – we talked about where Tennessee should finish and where they should want to finish. I'd really like to see them these next couple of SEC games before you play the you know rematch with Kentucky, um, the Auburn – Auburn game, get out in front of that as much as you can of that middle pack. Yeah. We'd really like to see that. Cruton. Right now, my computer's playing a bunch of sounds. I don't know where they're coming from. This is insane. I'm very confused. They're just playing, this is playing random sounds. I mean, it's like videos or music coming from I don't know where. Also, um, so we, we were talking about the other day, we were talking about uh, love songs. We were. Did you did you mention your favorite love song in that? I didn't mention mine because I didn't think it would be uh, funny. I okay. did mention, uh, I did quote uh, Billy, no, not Billy Madison, uh, Happy Gilmore. The friends can listen to Endless Love in the Dark. Okay. Yeah, that's a good that's a good one. Is that your favorite? No, I would have to go. My favorite is probably Islands in the Stream, but it's also technically not a love love song. It's a song to a friend. So it's dude. No, so I've like I kind of don't you don't you dare say anything bad about Dolly Parton. I will shut this podcast down. Oh no 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 no. Okay, all right, right. easy now, easy now. (laughs) Whoa, Nelly. I just need, um, to, need to let that be known right now. No, my wife would kill me too if I did. So, um, <laughs> I feel like ninety percent, probably probably ninety eight percent of songs are love songs, like or could be considered a love song. That seems really strong to me. Like how? Like what other? Can you just name a random song? That's not about – that has love nowhere in it. <laughs> Off the top of my head, can I just scroll through? I mean, I let me let me just pull up some music on Spotify. And, I mean, you just said 90% though, or 98%, whatever it was. Uh, maybe it's, the, I'll go 95. No. Wait, see, that? Like, if you were like, I'll say 50, 60, fair, maybe, maybe fair. No, no, no. It's like 90. Take me home, country roads. It's it's love about your <laughs> country no, roads. No, no, it's no <laughs> love song. You meant relationship. You can't take that back. Okay, no. that's that's okay. That's a good one. Um, I don't know what feels like summer's about, and I, I'm trying to think of the lyrics by Weezer. Um, feels like summer definitely sounds like a love song. Beverly Hills by Weezer. Cold, cold. I don't know what that's about. See, the other 10% are about places. That's just that's an that's an absurd amount that it can't it just can't be right. <laughs> that's the, that's my point. I was like I can just name a few right here that aren't. I can name all my uh show tunes here if we need to. Yeah, I, I No, I'm not I'm not buying it. You're you're scrolling though. You see them. Spiderweb, no doubt, is what Scott said. I would kind of agree with that, but not. That's still high though. Ninety percent. That's still high. What, what do you say? Spiderweb. I think what he. I'm assuming what he means by that is like all these songs have like so many different kind. Like they could have so many meanings and like context of things. Exactly. They could all be but considered as love songs. But but ninety percent is still insanely. High. <laughs> <laughs> that's all my point is. I agree with what you're saying without the number. The number I think is wrong. 
But then I think there's like off those love songs, and there's like subcategories. It's like sex or like my girlfriend cheated on me, or like stuff like that. I, I listen. I agree. I just think ninety percent is too high. Spiderweb. I'll agree with. Okay. It's all tangled up. Um, where were we at? 2022 recruiting class, signing day, commitments. Jason Jenkins. Jason Jenkins. <laughs> Going back to Trenton, New Jersey, baby. Um, mm, love to see Came it. on his official, official visit this weekend. Um, a three-star defensive lineman out of Notre Dame High School in New Jersey. 6'6", 260 pounds, the number 25 player per – 247 Sports in the state of New Jersey. Big Rodney Garner guy. Um, fast. I think he will be a project. I doubt you'll see him next year. Right. You know, in a, a big role for Tennessee. Um, but I think it's somebody that, you know, they see a ton of potential in and uh, can play multiple positions along that defensive front. And uh, like his versatility. I mean – didn't really have a ton of momentum with um, recruits. I think Ahmad Moten is a guy that they would still like to have in this class too. But being from Miami and, you know, I just he, – he goes to Miami this weekend for an official – the last official visit. So, it would just be hard for me to see Moten in this class. But you land J- Jason Jenkins. Um, I think they definitely needed to add somebody else along that defensive line front. You know, just not an edge rusher, a guy that can probably play at 260. I mean, in a college weight room, you could throw on 20 pounds and play like a Matthew Butler type role, or you can maybe stay at that weight and play the defensive end position. Um, mm-hmm. So I, I think he can play, you know, wh- whatever they kind of see him at, whatever they kind of mold him into. Um, but yeah, definitely somebody that, uh, you know, his recruitment picked up late. West Virginia is offered um, Pittsburgh, Boston College, and uh, took an official visit to Florida. So, you know, there was a ton of teams that kind of offered him late, and Tennessee was able to land him um, this weekend after, during his official visit. So, And you mentioned versatility. He, you know, this is just based on highlight tape. So you're obviously seeing a lot of the best of the best plays, but um, kind of looks like that looks fast, strong. Um, still, de- I mean, you talked about still looks like he could uh fine tune some things, yeah, but has the intangibles, and that so it's much harder to break down from those when you see a guy six, 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 two sixty. I mm-hmm. mean, a big dude, but also has a little bit of quickness to him as well. He's not, he's not your average uh six, six, two sixty when it comes to moving around the field, yeah. And I, I watched his um, after his commitment, he did an interview with Austin Price. And uh, just seems super intelligent. I, I know you can't read a ton off an interview, but a, a kid that age that can really handle himself in an interview, um, especially a kid that's not, you know, a highly rated guy. It's like a, it's probably new to him. Um, mm-hmm. But to handle himself the way that I did, I, I was super impressed by that too. So, you know, I know with Rodney Garner, he definitely likes intelligence along that defensive front. And um, I think they landed somebody that, that has that in uh, Jason Jenkins. So, right. Congrats. Uh, I think the Rams just ran a flea flicker, flea flicker screen. Did it turn into a pick? No, it was a great play. It, nice. Yeah. Hadn't seen oh. anything oh, they're like it resealed. They are 17 to 7. They do have the ball. It's, it's, it's in the 49ers territory. I'm not sure where at. 30, maybe? It's on the 30-ish. 20. 20? Okay. Yeah. Off the flea flicker screen. Don't hate on the flea flicker screen. Yeah. I know we're about to talk NFL playoffs, <laughs> but uh, on the Jason Jenkins mo- uh, note, 2020 recruiting class wrapping up this week, sort of. Yeah. Um, and probably the only one, you know, if Moten gets in this class, uh, I would be shocked. But I think it's the, the last high school player that you'll see or the only high school player you'll see sign. Um, is that Wednesday? Wednesday, February 2nd. And uh, but Tennessee did move up in rankings from 15 to 14 yep. uh, on, on 247. So I think it's pretty good. 
I'm, it sucks to see that yeah. SEC ranking. It's a little demoralizing to see that SEC ranking. Yeah, that's, that's like I, you, yeah. If you when you look at that fourteen, last number, you're year not we were eighth, upset. Um, <laughs> last year you're eighth, and then my next point in twenty twenty, not in recruiting rankings, you finished fifth in the East. Yeah. So when you again, I know recruiting rankings don't always correlate, but you know they do a lot of the time. And you're finishing sixth in the SEC. You finished ninth, tenth in the SEC total overall in 2020. Yeah, at least you're getting progress somewhere. And they don't always correlate, but the two teams that are um, in the at least top three every single year in Georgia and Alabama play for national championships. So, and, and you've got to do it over a consistent amount of time, and you've got to get to the recruiting. You've got to jump them at some point, at yep. least for you know a year. And get their guys in there to to get teams that can beat these guys. So, yeah, no, it's not the best, but I'm with you. I, I'm not ready to complain about it. Yeah, and they got a um, visitor, uh, Auburn transfer defensive lineman, um, Marquise Robinson, visited this weekend as well. Um, was tweeting about Tennessee on social media and stuff. So, I mean, you can't really read into that a ton. But he did visit over the weekend, and uh, you know, maybe he makes a decision. But that would be a a big get, you know, we kind of forgot that Gerald Mincy is um, already enrolled. And, you know, he was as soon as, you know, Tennessee, like, I think they're going to a bowl game. He was like in, in town or like wanting to come to like, even he like visited and committed and the right staff had no clue he committed. Um, they accepted it, but yeah, we do kind of forget that Tennessee has, landed an offensive lineman um, in the transfer portal. Maybe they're able to log down Marquise Robinson. I'd still would like to see a receiver at some point. A linebacker would probably be nice. I know you landed Jackson Hanna. That would be a preferred walk-on. He is from the Nashville area. I think he's he's friends with the Lampleys. Um, okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, you mentioned they, him. They, they went to NBA, and, uh, yeah. you know, I know um, – Jackson Lampley's dad, I forget his – he played at UT. I forget his first name. Uh, Brad. Brad, yeah. Um, he did a big congrats for him when he decided to transfer from Nebraska. So, he did kind of land a linebacker. He played a lot of special teams. So, right. he helps you out in that regard. But, uh, you know, with how thin we were in the spring last year, I think just bodies is something. Um, maybe you see more from Juwan Mitchell. But, yeah, defensive back, wide receiver – Linebacker, that's probably, you know, maybe another tackle body. Oh, it looks like Cooper Cup just got another one. Did he? Yep. I'm going to be real mad if, well, Debo hadn't scored yet, but if Debo scored a. Debo scored. Oh, he did score. He had a receiving. That's why I was overlooking it. So, yeah. So, Joe Mixon cost me that. Yeah. He cost me too. I put. Yeah, I'm going to pick Joe. I didn't didn't put. I I just put five. I'm not mad. Yeah. I put five. I've won $5 a day total. I. Bet ninety seven. I've won five dollars. So I won thirty eight. I think on that Joe Burrow bet, something like that. Thirty okay. something. Yeah. So I'm okay. I'm happy. I'm content. That's a, a thirty eight on it. it. Oh, is it even? I thought it paid out more. I put twenty on it. I thought it paid out more. Oh yeah, it, it was. It was even. Oh, okay, so I just made twenty on it. I thought it said. Yeah. I thought the payout. I just looked at the best slip earlier and just glanced over it. Oh no, it was oh, so it only paid out ten dollars. Oh, it was minus one eighty five. See, I was thinking it was like plus. Oh no, there should. Did you opt in for the boost? I guess I didn't. Oh okay, yeah, it yeah. knocked it down to plus one hundred. So I, I thought it said I thought I the where I read thirty eight is it was thirty dollars and eighty one cents is where I got paid. Uh, okay, gotcha. that's still money. So ten bucks. Gotcha. All right, a little upset. I could have won more, but I didn't. I didn't know it was a boost. <laughs> So. You're good. That's so stupid. It doesn't automatically put you in for boosts like that. That's yeah. You gotta opt in for it. Yeah, I always have to scroll over on DraftKings to see what what they got going for me. I just opt in on all of them just in case. Fair, smart. That's what I need to do. Uh, well, let's talk NFL playoffs. I know you went through some of those uh, signing days. Did you have any more? No, I don't. I, we, I think uh, all around it's okay. a pretty good class. Um, yeah, I definitely want to hit the transfer portal pretty hard. Um, I think basketball needs to do the same too. So, <laughs> <laughs> yes, 
Uh, let's look at the NFL playoffs uh, today. Earlier, you had the AFC Championship game. I mean, how was the entire country besides Kansas City had to be rooting for the Bengals? How do you not root for a, a team that has a guy like Joe Joe Burrow leading it into that game? I guess just like, whether you care like care about the Bengals or not, I feel like you're just rooting for that story. Yeah, hundred because it hadn't been overplayed yet. What's it? <sighs> The, the playoffs made no sense. Like the best teams aren't the better teams aren't winning. Like you you can't sit here and tell me the Bengals are a better team than the Chiefs. No, they, they beat them. They beat them twice. Um, right. But I think that that Chiefs team is just. I think their roster is better. Um, I think right now, I mean, it didn't really show up in this game, but Mahomes, I think, is better than Joe Burrow. Yeah, and I think, too, I mean, I think it comes down to a lot of the Bengals' defense is better than the Bills' defense, who the the Chiefs played last week, and everyone said it would be the the Super Bowl. And I'm not necessarily disagreeing with that. The Bills and Chiefs are two of the best teams. Yeah. But the Bengals with an offense that can score and then a really good defense, I mean, that's a good matchup for them, especially when you consider the Chiefs' defense not being great. You know you're going to have opportunities to score. Who scored for? Oh, George Kittle scored. I was like, who scored that other touchdown? But yeah, man, it was just a really good game. I was hoping it wasn't going to turn out like the Bills, where the Chiefs get the ball and just run down and score, and it's over. Yeah. Um, so I'm glad they got a chance. Um, and McPherson, good God, they were talking about today. It's like nut, like. He's not had to go through any like hard times, so he just goes out there and does what he knows. Yeah, absolutely. I uh, what was funny is in that game, I was driving during between uh, regulation and overtime, so I thought the Bengals got the ball first and they were just driving. Mm-hmm. And so that's why I was like, "Why are they settling for a field goal?" And you know, they're talking about setting up for a field goal on the broadcast, and I'm like, "No, you don't set up for a field goal here." <laughs> yeah, and then. I, then I because they didn't show the highlights of the pick at all in the part of the drive I watched. Like nothing was even mentioned about it intercepting Patrick Mahomes. Um, so yeah, I was a little frustrated at first. Then obviously it made sense. And then I'm it was a tip ball too, like like trying it, to score. It yeah, it was a great play. I mean, Tyreek Hill could have maybe made the catch, but yeah, just tipped away and happened to go right to Von Bell, who. Uh, I think he's from Tennessee. Uh, he, well, I think he's a weird one. I think he's from the Chattanooga area. I think but he's, he's from actually like North Georgia. I think he's actually from North Georgia. But did he go to like Baylor or something? Okay. I think. Yeah, had like listed from Chattanooga, Tennessee. But I think there was like okay, he was yeah, those, he's from Rossville, Georgia. It says. Yeah, a lot of people were talking about when. Guess it was Dooley that would have missed out on him. Um, talked about how they missed out on a Tennessee guy, but I don't think he really was. It also says his brother was says his brother's an assistant coach at Chattanooga State Community College. I'm assuming basketball coach. So mm. they don't have a football. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah, guess who recruited Von Bell? Who was it? Willie Martinez. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Isn't it yeah, crazy so that Willie Martinez is better at landing recruits than um, Derek Ansley and Jeremy Pruitt put together? DB recruits. I'm not dwelling on the past. I'm not dwelling on the past. <laughs> uh, who's winning this game? Who's winning the, the – we haven't talked about the 49ers-Rams uh, game because it is still happening. If you're listening to this tomorrow, um, it is 17 to 14. 49ers are on the Rams 45 yard line right now. I don't understand how the 49ers are good. I think they're just so like well Samuels, a lot of it. Did he is he back in the game? He didn't run on the last. He got destroyed. <laughs> I'm not sure if he's still playing. He didn't. He he had. He wasn't in on the last. Like, that's that's a lot of their offense, right? Um, 
Well, I just I think it I think the 49ers are just well rounded. I think they're a complete yeah, their their defense isn't gonna let you down. Their offense isn't necessarily gonna let you down. I think they just balance each other out really well. That's why I feel like if the Rams play really good, they win this game. But obviously it's getting closer and closer to time to not be in the case. Um, yeah, and this is so. this is another game where I think the Rams are a better fo- a better football team. Yeah, than the 49ers. Yeah. Uh, see, I think they're better, but I, I wouldn't. I'll be surprised. In the first game today, I would have expected the Chiefs to go out into a lead like they did and hang on. Um, I would have, if you tell me the 49ers play better for, you know, 50, 55 minutes of the game, like I wouldn't be completely shocked that the Rams do win it. Um, yep. Just because, yeah, I think they're well-rounded. I think they're going to play good for 60 minutes all around. And the 49ers are probably going to end up punting. Um, so the Rams will have every bit of a chance. How did the Bengals hold to hold Kansas City to three points in the second half? I mean, just an incredible second half. Offensively and, like you just said, defensively too. Yeah. Who day? Who day? All right. I saw some today. It was like – We got any questions? Are we ready to get to – I'm sorry? What? Uh, I saw something today where Joe Burrow. Burrow, yeah, Jamar Chase and Joe Burrow have uh, never lost a playoff game in college or the pros. <laughs> and he's going to, if he wins the Super Bowl, he'll be the first um, to win Super Bowl Heisman and National Championship. Uh, Super Bowl Heisman and National Championship. Yep. Man. Insane. How is he not the GOAT already? I mean, right. I want to see the cigar. Also, how many people were upset that I tweeted Peyton went out on top and Brady didn't? (laughs) Like, there was people legit, like, somebody called me a bitch for it. They're like, this is a bitch take. And I'll, yeah, somebody's like, this is a bitch take. (laughs) I was like, dude, it's a joke. And it's not even like, it's not even. Like a take, it's it's kind of factual. Like I said to Brody, like, is there more than a top of winning a Super Bowl? No, and he didn't win a Super yeah. Bowl. If, which that's my fail of the week is Schefter. He's not retiring, or it's not it's not official yet, at least. Yeah, which makes me think he's not retiring now. Right, he's going to come out and just make a point. He's, he's probably going to win a Super Bowl and then retire. Let's be honest. Yeah, he's going to do it on his own terms. Yeah, I'm, if if he comes back, I'm gonna have to delete the tweet because I'm scared it's gonna come back on old takes ex- exposed. <laughs> no, you need you need that. It needs to happen. It <laughs> I'll just leave it. Let it be. I'm. I, I do that sometimes. I cash out. I don't give people <laughs> the opportunity to bring it back up. Is it still up right now? It is still up right now. Yes. You're screenshotting it. <laughs> yes, I'm gonna screenshot it. You can't tweet. You can't delete it. <laughs> now you really I can't. I won't delete you, it just because you said that. I won't delete it. Well, you really can't delete it now because I'm going to screenshot it, and if it gets deleted, it's going to be exposed that you deleted it. So you cannot delete it. <laughs> That's how you do things. I'm shocked I got so much traction. Dude, how is Cooper Cup the best wide receiver in the NFL? I don't know, but I absolutely love it. I absolutely love it. Like, it's insane. Do you have any uh, most importance? I'm looking for mine. Um, I think so. God, I had it queued up. I was so ready for us to win when Josiah Jordan James <laughs> had that horns down. Oh my god, it would have been legendary. Now I got to delete that because who cares? I guess doing that, he had to he had to take the last shot. And it makes more sense now. Boom. No. He didn't make a catch. 
Oh, so it's fourth and two. They got a punt. Or they go for it. I don't know if you go for that. Okay. Um, I did make some money. I put uh, Patty Mahomes and uh, Joe Burrow to each though for two fifty. And Joe Burrow did that in overtime. He got two fifty in overtime. So I did have a um, same game parlay that would have paid out like one twenty if um, the Chiefs had to cover, which they wouldn't have. It was six and a half, so they wouldn't have covered in overtime anyway. Um, and I need Joe Burrow to throw for two sixty. I think he throw. He might have got close to that. I think it was just like under what he got. Um, my, my no, not really. No. Um, last night I won a dollar sixty eight. The night before I won a I won sixty nine cents total. So just rolling in it. I do that sometimes. Yeah. Um, and it's lost, it's lost me money. That's that's not how I've that's not how I won those two. But I have won money like that in the past, and I've lost money like that in the past. Um, my first most important is uh, Hall's basketball. Their uh, manager Maddox Mad Dog Shields um, started the game on senior night, and dude, he was living it up. Did you see that? Oh yeah, so cool. Really cool. Props to props to Halls for doing that. I mean, they made you know, I'm sure that's the he had the time of his life doing that. Super cool to see. Props to Halls. Big big Halls basketball fan from that. Send me a shirt. Uh, give me the give me that Maddox jersey. Let, let me let me get one of them. that's 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 why i said it just to get you going also uh tennessee needed a big running back just williams already up to 215 i think it had him listed a lot I'll I'll figure out what he was at. Sorry, I was looking at the 2013 recruiting class. He was listed at 205, so he's already up to 215. We needed that bigger back. I'm telling you. I don't I don't know what it is, but I have a really good feeling about Justin Williams. Um, I don't have any more most important. Um fail. My first one is uh Kansas, Kentucky. Did you see where the Scoreboard just fell apart when Kansas was running out of the locker room and just drilled two players like right in the head. Oh my gosh! Yeah, I gotta find. I, I gotta. I'll find it for you. You got any most important or fail? Sorry. I'm going to send this to you. I, I want you to watch it as we are sitting here. Yeah. Oh, apparently Justin Williams is on um, the locker room tonight. He is from Dallas, Georgia, East Paulding. Yeah, it's. Atlanta area. 
Dang. Yeah. Also, um, Jackson Mahomes and uh, what's his wife's name? Brittany. Ugh. Okay. We're big conspiracy guys. Heck yeah. I, I hope they score a touchdown. I took I took the Rams to cover three and a half, so if they score a touchdown, they'll be up four. That's all I got, man. Um not a ton for this show. It's kind of slowing down, but baseball is about to pick back up. Um, we will be doing a show. I guess I'll go ahead and mention that on Mondays at, at eight. We'll probably, I don't know if we've a hundred percent agreed on that, but um, I think that's what we're shooting for. We will have the bat flip back. Um, Dylan Taylor will be back on it. Caleb um, will be producing it behind the scenes, probably jump in and out. And uh, so we'll have, you know, kind of those updates throughout um, baseball season, update you guys on the weekend, um, the upcoming week for for Tennessee and and the schedule and things like that. Uh, Maybe we'll get some players on there, uh, former players, and uh, kind of talk about this Tennessee baseball team and just give them the, the coverage that they all deserve. Um, I think it was supposed to start next not this monday but next monday um but there might there might be a conflict there because dylan might be at the super bowl so yeah maybe after that um it might just be me and you dylan might not be able to to make it but um yeah we'll try to do kind of a preview real quick of everything and then the next week is when we'll get to break down games and stuff. So, actually, yeah, actually, it won't be. <laughs> yeah, no wonder why they lost. Two of them got decapitated before the game. <laughs> While the Rams kicked a field goal. Yeah, that's rough. So it would be the the fourteenth, I guess. Would be Valentine's Day. Um. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. All right. Thank you, guys. Have a good night. We're bringing the boat in, and we out.